0: The other night, the sound of rain and wind and a branch from the tree near my window slapping against the glass woke me from my sleep. The silhouette of the trees moving against the full moon brought me back to a time three years ago where a storm wasn't just raging on an even smaller island I was living on but a much greater storm was raging between my two ears. This episode is for anyone who feels as if a storm is raging between their two ears. They feel like those trees, pulled one way and the other by a force that's outside of their control. Maybe it's memories from the past, guilt, regret, shame. And it's how to grow roots that go deep, so that the outside world, all of our past, or even the uncertainties about the future, don't rip us from the ground. Moore is the largest island in Galway Bay and around Ireland. It's in a place that's called the Graveyard of Ambition. It's a place where young people wash up, where their sails get twisted, perhaps by the expectations of others. The sense of achievement or the calamity that is culture raging around them, they lose their focus, they lose their drive. They fall into a pit that's filled with pints and friends and laughter though that pit is poison too long and you become pickled pickled in drink and the laughter doesn't feel so cheerful the only thing that was interesting to me was who was going to walk in to my life at the next door you know the next distraction the next person to latch on to for answers and there were quite a few good people to look for for answers though they might not be the kind souls or the kind deliverers of information that we need at those those moments on a night similar to yesterday a storm rolled into Galway Bay Harbour. Now, a storm is a communal experience on Ireland just because the island is so small, really. It comes on the news in waves of panic, different coded colours representing different wind threats and tide markers. Yet even while Ireland can have different weather on one side of a mountain from the other. Snow here, hail the next. Snow one minute, hail the next. Sunny day, four seasons in one day is what they call the weather of Ireland. They say if you don't like the weather in Ireland, just wait a few minutes or an hour and it'll change. <laughs> Yet, that is amplified when you're a few kilometers offshore in the Atlantic Ocean at the edge of Galway Bay on the west of Ireland. It's the first shore to receive the full weight of any storm that's brought by the Gulf Stream to Irish shores. And one particular night, the end of winter, not long after I had settled working at a hostel on Inishmore. A hostel that welcomed me with open arms and was probably used to welcoming people like me. People without any money, any idea of what was happening in their life. I had just left the United States and that transition is not a focus of this story as much as to say that Perhaps like a storm on the Gulf Stream, I landed on Inishmoor much the same way. Got off the boat, planted my feet, and didn't really know what was going to happen from one step to the next. All I knew was that I was looking for a home. I was looking for people that could welcome me, who could heal me maybe, even. Or give me time to heal myself I found that on Nishmoor for sure But along the way I found Sort of the depths of What I was feeling at the time The edge of winter still carries with it Many hours of darkness And when this storm came to Inishmore, it canceled the ferries, which is a difficult thing to do when your ferry is moving three times a day and it's well over 40 feet long. It's a big boat, but a bigger storm. Yet that didn't keep us from going out, enjoying the crack, as it's called in Ireland, the fun, the chaos, walking to pub to pub. There were only three or four, but it was always a late night coming back. Yet the wind on this night was particularly strong when I left the final pub carrying an empty bottle. I stumbled down the road that's dimly lit just by a few lights. Stumbled not just because the wind was gale force, but because I had stopped looking for answers at the bottom of pint glasses. It just so happened it took me about a dozen to to give up. A strong breeze pushed me down a farmer's path, feeling the gravel between my feet, noticing when I was on the grass and felt the softness that that was the time to turn. There was no light to see the path, just the feeling of my feet. There was no sound because the wind was whistling around in a sound that would move between a whistle and a scream. Inishmore has no trees, very few to break the wind. It's a collection of sharp sandstone. It's a collection of... It's a maze of sharp limestone rocks that are ripped up like sheets of paper from the karst topography. There's hardly really a blade of grass for any cow to eat, yet they do have cows on a more, sheep even. The whole landscape looks like a, another planet, really. And there's a sharpness that means that even a slight fall can give you a deep cut, because the limestone is torn apart by wind, salt breezes, rain coming in at different angles, it means that the ground is like sandpaper. Yet the people there, only with really nothing else, no trees, just this limestone, they tear it up from the ground and they build these, really, a whole network of labyrinthian patterns of of walls, which are made without mortar. I don't know why I'm going on about walls as much as to say that when I bumped into one it hurt. (laughs) It scraped. Let me bleed. I didn't have time to tend to any of my wounds or I didn't have time to worry about what my hands felt like because the slap from the rain was enough to push you in another direction and make you forget about the fact that your hand might be bleeding. I stumbled down further on this path and it led me straight out into a beach, a stony beach. The wind was picking up gale force, the kind that pushes you off balance, that you can almost lean against into a trust fall, and it'll pick you back up, but just as much it'll push you back down, push you on your butt in the next second. The beach was covered in flat pebbles. Rocks that were worn smooth by by the ocean tides. But nothing about my life at that time felt smooth. And as I stepped onto the beach, I could hear the roar of the ocean, the crashing waves. But even they were dim inside of this... Just vortex of wind, which just swallowed up any sound. It felt as if I was adrift at sea, but I was—my feet were firmly on ground. And there's nothing much to do. The context of my circumstances being there, the little money in my pocket, just, and and slightly more in my bank account. The no real direction, the twisted sails and uh, all of the broken boats that had washed up on Inishmore felt like me, felt like I was another thing that just washed up and I was waiting for the wind the current to be able to take me back out without, without any sort of motor or any engine to take myself there In this vortex of wind, the howling call of this storm and the slashing sand and water against my face just welcomed a bellow from my lungs, just pulled out from me. This yell, this scream, this tension, which, you know, came out with a throbbing of my lungs, a burning sensation, until I was gasping for air, just waiting to fill, and the breeze washing into my lungs to fill it again, I'd scream again. You just open yourself to this until your lungs are panting, you've got a scratchiness in your throat. And without any more drink or water, just an empty bottle that you're saving for a recycling can, There, there's nothing to, 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 to replenish that. What happens is, when you have very little, or it feels as if you have very little, you look for something to hold you. And I just want it to be held. No one was there to, to hold me, yet the wind and the storm wrapped around me, wrapped around my waist and filled my raincoat with cold, wet wind and that sensorial experience was was enough to just bathe me in a healing embrace until I was just sitting down bearing the full weight of the storm yet the longer that I sat there the more I could just Marinade, and all of the stress and feelings realizing that the storm that was inside my head between my two ears was much worse than the storm that was bearing down that night and just in the same way that the storm moved actually at the same time sat there on the rocky coast, sheltered a little bit from the rain, and then eventually the rain stopped. The edge of the front moved over me, and the sunlight began to show next to a blue sky amidst puffy white clouds. The eye of the storm was upon me, and though and though it didn't mean that the storm was over, it gave me just enough pause to catch my breath and learn something truly powerful. The funny thing about emotion, Is that regardless of what is ever causing them they're just ripping you from the inside you become desperate to get rid of them fearful of these memories of regrets maybe even to look in the mirror and all of these triggers that start to slice at you like tiny tiny paper cuts and the problem is that becomes impossible to escape the paper cuts. Everything becomes another slice. You walk out the door ready to to go to work and feeling optimistic about the sunny day and everything that's ahead of you and then you see your neighbor who maybe yelled at you one day or maybe just reminds you of a different person who yelled at you at a different day or or reminds you at worse of something that you can't quite put your finger on like a memory that's so deep 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 down that you don't even have the words to articulate where that slice is coming but it comes again from this unknown source or you walk outside and you see your neighbor and you just can't bring yourself to talk to him or her because because of some other reason some other Sense of despair, some other triggered subconscious moment, an anxiety, a a creeping feeling that comes up into your chest from your stomach that just keeps you hunched over. Slouched. So you can't escape these slicing emotions. What do you do? It's like a storm. You just feel as if you have to have courage to face each day. And this is how I used to believe, but it's not the way. Or at least it's not the way that I address it. And I'm going to offer it to you as a person who's been through a roller coaster of emotions, been through the ups and downs, the dark nights, and has something to say on the other end of it. Take it for what you will. I mean, you know what I think about giving my opinion. It's not a professional opinion. But I believe it to be true when I say that courage is not the opposite of fear many people will tell you that in order to get over your mental illness you can call it your emotion your trauma whatever that you just have to buck up stand up be strong that's not true that's not it because courage and fear are part of the same wavelength the same frequency even as if to fight against fear is to acknowledge fear. And even though you might win the battle, you'll lose the war because fear will always come back. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how small you beat it. You can have the courage of a bull and trample your fear until it's dust in the ground. And it will change shape from one thing to into the next it will move from the fear of not encountering your your ex-girlfriend on a street in when you live in the same neighborhood to a fear of getting on stage or fear of public speaking or a fear of going to an interview for a job that you know you want but feel unworthy it just changes all the time as long as you have an obstacle to fight against it's going to be there No, the only way, as I've seen it, to get over fear is through love. And I know that sounds cliche, so I'll say it again, is to love. No matter where we are, we exist in a sense of cyclical feelings, cyclical habits in which we relive things over and over and over and over and over again, like a tape recorder with a very short tape sometimes. Click, whirr. It's as if all of the past selves that did all of these difficult things or felt or caused all of these things, these feelings for which we feel regret, pain, whatever, are still within us. That man that I was on that Inishmore shore amidst that storm, still within me, it's like I can still talk to him. And the only way that he gets out of my way (laughs) is by loving him, is by seeing the beauty of what he was doing the beauty of the search that he was on, the beauty of the wandering soul, the wandering spirit. Uh, Trust me, I've been over and over and over and over this until it feels like a scar, and you give it some time, and it has some scar tissue, and then the next minute you're sitting on the train and you're just over and over and over picking at this scar like a memory, thinking about all the nights that you regret and then why you regret them, or without even thinking about why you regret them. That storm will push you along. It won't allow you to escape. The more you fight against it, you won't penetrate its outer front. We want to get into the peaceful middle. But the only way to stay in the peaceful middle, or even just get a glimpse of it, is by loving. Love is this force whereby you surrender to the course of your life. You resign to something greater and know that these dark forces that happened in your life brought you to where you need to be. And if they haven't brought you to where you need to be, then you will be going to where you need to be or learning the lesson you need. I don't know. This is just something that I feel and I hope that you feel it, too. See, if we just fight against the outer front of our own internal storm, it just keeps to push us and push us and push us. We never enter into the eye. We're always just spun about on the edge. But if we can not tame our emotions, this is another thing, not tame our emotions. That's still the energy of courage and fear. Like it's a bull we have to ride. We just have to get on top. No, 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 no. Rather than tame, what if we listen? What if we look at our emotions and listen to them like messengers, with kindness? You don't shoot the messenger, right? You just listen and hear what that part of you is saying from within. Loving that man that was on that beach helps me realize that I'm also the man who left that beach, left that island, took all of the beautiful lessons of all of the wonderful people I met, all of the people that gave me patience and time and gave me a chance to realize myself. I left, but I didn't leave them. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're still friends and they're they're, they're doing well, I hope. But for me, my path took me off the island. It isn't because it's greater or less than what's on the island. As much as to say, it's just the course I went. But I wouldn't be here speaking to you without that man who yelled against that force, that storm that sobbed on the beach until he didn't have anything else. He still got up. He still walked back and maybe he went drinking out the next night and whatever but he 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 had he was on a path to get to a better place and he needed to figure a few things out and hmm. love brought me to the eye of the storm and each time don't get me wrong i'm still fraught with regret shame periods where Those emotions come up within me, but I listen, and I can slip into the eye of the storm. I'm not perfect, you know? (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do, and uh, I get spit into the storm often. It's okay. It's all right. See, the more we have the chance to sit in the eye, enjoy the sun, bask in our own radiance and strength and the beauty, the pleasure, and the sense of wonder that comes from just being alive and on this unpredictable journey, the more we sit in this place of peace and presence, the more we start to put roots down, And the more we become stronger, more sure-footed in ourselves. We may still fall down, and there will be storms that come, but our roots will go deeper and deeper into the ground so that we don't fall over. But we begin to see the edge of our emotions, the edge of what can really impact our integrity. A real sense of self worth. Hmm. I hope those messages resonated with you. I hope the story touched a part of you or reminded you of a story that maybe gives you little pangs of regret, little sensations of shame. If it does, just take a deep breath with me, because I know I need one. In through the nose, holding for a few seconds, and then out through the mouth. It can be even helpful sometimes when you're breathing out. I'm not going to just just sort of sigh, like... (sighs) (laughs) You can try that on your own. (laughs) Love yourself. Love the parts of yourself that bring you the most pain. And I'll talk to you next week, next Sunday, on this journey towards peace and presence. The storm is still raging outside, (laughs) but I hope there's peace wherever you are, and sunny days are always ahead. Be well, goodbye.